What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BBET Gamescast. It is I, your host, Sigma, also known as Sigma Gears 9. I'm joined by Blue Bones. That's me. As well as Superman Jeff 12. And uh, this week, uh, I know it's been a little while, but uh, we had E3 in the middle of uh, our podcast, and a lot of news came out in a very short amount of time, so we didn't want to throw out a podcast in the middle of that, because of course we'd be missing stuff. So we gave it a little time. All of the uh, press conferences are now done from all of the companies that participated, and now we can give our hot takes on what exactly happened. So this week, we are going to skip what we've been playing. That'll be back next week. Don't worry. It's not going anywhere, at least not now. We got lots. But um, we're going to start off with, um, and we actually did, or I actually did rather, a reaction video to the Google conference. I did that solo, but now we can kind of get the perspective of the rest of the BBET. So first off, what are your first impressions of Google's conference? Like, what did you guys kind of take away from it? Either one of you Um, can, yeah, jump in. So, I didn't see really any, like, uh, I was expecting to come out with something big. Like, only on Google Stadia. Yeah, exclusive, right? You can get this. Right now, they just have a bunch of stuff that's already on existing consoles. Exactly. Yeah, so, that becomes the question, is what's going to make people really commit to Google Stadia? Um, and right now, I'm not seeing that yet. I think Jeff hit the nail on the head right there. What's going to make people say, I want to go to this platform? Um, they talked about Destiny 2 and how um, some of your save data would transfer from wherever you had it before. Mm-hmm. Or I think it was PC um, going to the Stadia. So just like Jeff said, why would I want to do that? I well, need a better reason to just than just it's a Google right. console. I 100% agree with the both of you. The thing with Destiny 2, though, that's actually a bungee thing. They just, they immediately after that kind of unveiled that now it's like cross-save with all the platforms. Like, there's mm. not going to be any more exclusivity for, like, PS4, uh-huh. etc. So, you can move your Guardian, it seems like, from the PC to the console to Stadia, whatever. <clears throat> so, it seems like, I don't know if it's a one-way transfer just yet, but it does yeah, that, seem... That might be a factor the, right there, The too. feeling I get is that it's going to be wherever you have Destiny 2, you can play and progress your character there, which would be the best possible scenario. So I'm assuming that's what they're talking about. That definitely would be the best possible scenario, but I can also see companies nowadays saying, hey, your first transfer is free. <laughs> and then charge you for that. Uh, but, but, I mean, this is Bungie we're talking. This isn't it's Bungie away from Activision. So, I honestly, Bungie has always had a really great relationship with their community. I doubt that they would try that kind of nonsense because they know for a fact that it's not going to go over well. <laughs> not going to get it. They're trying to get a bunch of people to come back. Exactly, they're, right, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to eat that. That's what, uh, we'll get to that later, but there's somebody else who's trying to do that. They're trying to eat that cost, if there is a cost, in order to get people to come back. Hey, you can play with, with your friends, go to that whatever console you want to go to, and it's it's on us. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they also made the base game free now. So another reason why... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they want people to come in and they don't want to, you know, hamstring them by any means to actually start playing a game. So <clears throat> that kind of works in Google's favor because their their main claim to fame is, you know, being able to just play anywhere, like on your phone, on your tablet, mm-hmm. on your TV, on your computer, wherever, right? So if the same game, you know, follows you wherever you already have it, that's one reason to maybe look into it. But that, that doesn't differentiate enough because Microsoft has the exact same thing, right? They, yeah. they got on their stage, they're, they're talking about their... You know, cloud service. They didn't show much, but they said the same exact thing Google did, which was you can play it wherever. Like, 
their promo videos also had people with controllers uh, and phones attached to the top of them and all that stuff. Yeah. It was... So they're really not showing us anything that differentiates. And the one thing that kind of hit me the hardest from Google was um, I, I predicted that they would have some kind of a subscription service, right? Something akin yeah. to Game Pass. They don't. Okay. <laughs> Instead, they have a monthly yeah, service that just gives you kind of extra perks it's more it's more close it's closer to like a playstation plus than uh, it is okay. you know like a game pass right so there will be certain games that will be added to the library every so often but it's not you know big library and the only perks you get is you know the highest tiers of service like the 4k gaming the uh matter of fact i think i think it's just a 4k gaming the yeah that was the main thing right because the 1080p, yeah. the 5.0 surround sound, that's, that's available on everything, on like the free version. <clears throat> so I don't know. And at $130 to, to basically get into the the founders thing, you're kind of saving the first three months, they said, of the service. But you're paying for like all the equipment, like the, the big 4K dongle that goes to your TV, the controller. Um, I think they throw in Destiny, uh, like all the DLC for Destiny. And it's like a... It's, it's basically like a, what do you call it? It's a pre-order. Uh, yeah, like a pre-order bonus. Yeah. Mm. So one hundred thirty dollars gets you the those extras, quote unquote. <clears throat> but then the rest of the service is essentially free. And it's I still not appealing. So <laughs> would be if they got I don't know some Steam games. I, I know Steam is Steam, and okay. they're trying to do their own game. But like, for, in order for me to go that way, it would have to be. Um, once again, something like I can't already play on my Xbox mm-hmm. or my PS4 or my Switch. I would have to yeah. either be able to play it on PC or on uh, Stadium, which would be like, I don't know, League of Legends, Dota, um, some PC exclusives, stuff like that. Because most people who are going to be getting Stadia, this isn't going to be their first system. Right. Like yeah. they're, they're trying to take a chunk out of the existing gaming market. Yes. Yeah. I think it was a soft bite. <laughs> if right. keeping up with that analogy. They kind of came out. Um, I feel like they weren't ready to handle the, the industry today. No, I think Sigma said that. I think he said something similar to what I'm going to say. I think they wanted to come out early. I think if they would have came out a little bit later, that it would have been more of a hit, big hit. I think they would have had a, a lot more stuff ready. But I yep. think now they just wanted to get out and get it running, mm-hmm. um, which could work in the long run. But right now it doesn't seem like it had the effect that we all thought it was going to be. I mean, the idea is still dope, but right. I don't. They, they they didn't do so great on the execution. I mean, they did call. They are calling this first three months a beta period, so it's okay. supposed to officially launch sometime next year. Uh, I'm assuming January because they they keep saying that with the founders pack, um, <clears throat> that hits in somewhere close to November, uh, where you get into the beta access and you get three months free of the. Uh, of the pro service, I can't remember what it's called, but like the pro service of Stadia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm assuming those first three months will be the first three months where the service actually launches. So that's got to be really early in the year if if you're going to be doing the beta period sometime in November, right? Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. It it does seem a little half baked right now. And another thing that could have just helped that they just didn't do is just tell you what other games were going to be on there. They showed like a couple of indie things that yeah. maybe were brand new. <clears throat> but like Jeff was saying, these are the same games we played elsewhere. There's no real reason to play them on Stadia just yet. But since it's free, 
maybe you try it except for the fact that you have to pay for those games like if you want to play it on stadia you have to buy the game yeah. on stadia then you can play it on stadia everywhere and who's going to do that now do you think they're going to incorporate entertainment purposes in that as well in the future honestly i could see yeah honestly no because think about it like you would you turn on a chrome browser to play your games <clears throat> so then you open up a chrome browser you just navigate to netflix you just navigate to twitch like what would you need another app within an app for that purpose yeah. like all that stuff already exists everywhere else stadia is probably just going to be a window that takes you to your games library and that's kind of fine because of the way it works but mm -hmm. the honestly it's the games library they didn't really show us what's in their games library that makes any of this worth it if it turns out that no. there's over 100 games you know that comes with the you know the pro subscription that you have you know instant access to then maybe we you know maybe that'll change some people's minds especially depending on what games are in there but we don't know they didn't really talk that much about it so it's still it's still up in the air for me honestly because i want to try it out i'll probably still uh get the founders edition <laughs> <laughs> but if it wasn't so new this yeah if it wasn't so new i don't think it would be something i would mess with in all honesty but i i kind of i have the morbid curiosity to check it out regardless all right, all right. We'll be looking forward to that review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so that was cool. They, they did their conference pretty early on, like before E3 officially yeah, started. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, everything that they said was happening, um, you know, you just saw every other presentation saying, yeah, we did the same thing. Right, and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just kind of did little allusions to yeah. what Google said, but... They were Everybody so, had their own little library that you could subscribe to. That exactly. You these games. So, um, speaking of everybody else's libraries, Microsoft came next. Um, I felt like they had a really good yeah. conference. I think they won E3 this year. Okay. In I, my opinion. Yeah, I feel like it is a toss-up between them and one other, but we'll get there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. so, I feel like they won. Oh, do you feel like they won? Okay, so let, let me know. What, what were your personal, like, biggest moments from the Microsoft conference, stuff that really got you? Okay. I, I think okay. I know what it um, is, though. <laughs> you got to describe the scene, too, because we were all watching it together. Yeah. Right, yeah, we were. We were all <laughs> shouting each other's ears and saying, what the heck is this? But, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> it, it, it started off, you know, the way we expected it to start off. You know, some, some indie games. Um... It's hard to remember anything else besides Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> like that was that was the that was the big thing, at least for us, that right? That was the big thing. Yo, like, we no matter what they, our group chat, yo. They could have showed uh, Pong. They could have showed uh, um, freaking Pitfall Three. <laughs> like it didn't matter what they showed before that. Excite Bike. <laughs> exactly, Ridge Racer Zero. Like it was just as soon as they announced Fantasy Star Online um, Two coming to America. That was it. it you know, it, it looks amazing. It's well, we didn't see what time. it looks like. We we saw like yeah. the the trailers for it. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the actual the gameplay. Style, yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there will be style. you know visual improvements since it's coming so. It's yeah, a, it's a really it's old game. game, and it's coming to like yeah. this modern console. I hope that they actually do do some improvement. Otherwise, it might end up looking kind of funky. Because <laughs> that was going to be my question. Is it going to be as is, or is it going to be kind of they're going to rework the graphics? I've known Microsoft, I think they're going to rework the graphics. Well, it's up to Sega. Is I mean, my, I don't know how Microsoft got them to do this, but it is Sega who's doing the work. So I would hope <laughs> that Microsoft would influence them to like, hey, this, come on, get get this looking right so people can, can mess with it. 
and I, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, the success of Monster Hunter World um, in the U.S. and, you know, the explosion of Dauntless, that game has 10 million people playing right now across all the consoles, has to have influenced Sega to kind of bring PSO over because you know, they're yeah. the same kind of game. Well, because if you notice, when, uh, when it came out over in Japan, a year later it was supposed to come out in America. Mm-hmm. And then they delayed it. And then you just never heard anything again. Right. They never said that it wasn't coming. They just delayed you know. it and then stopped talking about it. <laughs> yes. But so, um, what did you? What was your big moment besides Fantasy Star Online Two for Microsoft to kind of? Uh, well, I. You? I mean, yeah. honestly, Fantasy Star Online Two was my big moment. Like that. That really like hit. Like, in the way that, like, big reveals hit. And I know it's an old game. Some people probably don't give a damn about Fantasy Star Online 2, but I don't know. <laughs> I got history with that game. I love that franchise. I really wanted that game to come. And it's been, like, a pipe dream for years and years and years. So the fact that that just showed up randomly in the middle of Microsoft's press conference blew my mind. Like, that was insane. Yeah. D- wasn't expecting it at all. That was dope. Because it, it was my wish, but it was, like, one of those wishes. Yeah, it was like, I'll use this, th- use this yeah, throwing it out there. Whatever. <laughs> you know. I think I said you was really reaching for it. Right. Like, we uh, said, yeah. <laughs> Cause he was yeah, like, nice there was no clue. Like, there were no clues about something <laughs> like that happening either, but it happened. I was like, <clears throat> but I mean, other than that, um, I got my prediction. It was a brand new IP from Ninja Theory that got announced. It got leaked a little bit beforehand, but they showed it off. It looks like a combination of um, Devil May Cry, which is like my favorite game that they've ever done, and yeah. Overwatch. Like it's like yeah. kind of a hero-based multiplayer combat game where. You know, it's melee combat. It's not. It's not a shooter. It's melee combat, and it, and Ninja Theory does combat <laughs> for honor. Yeah, good. a little bit like for honor. Yeah. Of, uh, Shadow Shadow Warriors or Shadow Bringers or Shadow Run. It was yes. It was a, a game that didn't have a, a story. It um. It was, was all multiplayer, multiplayer, right? Yeah. And it had different classes. Different I remember classes. that game. Yeah, and it had melee and for for the most part, but it didn't really launch great. Like yeah, I they were like there was no one playing. That was the thing. There was never anybody playing when that no. game came out. Mm-hmm. So that so it kind of died on the vine. I yeah. Find the match. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that game was Shadowrun something. It might have had a subtitle. <laughs> yeah. But it was. But this game on the Ninja original Theory Xbox. Great. No, that was Xbox 360. Like uh, I think Blue said, it reminds you of Twisted Metal a little bit. Yep. Yeah, the yep. style. Yeah, it's kind of punky yeah. future. I, I like the hard rock punk style that they yeah. got going on here. There's a lot of different body types, you know what I mean? A lot of color, and you can see there's very diverse skills if you're just looking at the trailer. Um, you know, you got some people that are a little bit more ranged than others. Other people just straight tanks, just rolling through stuff. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, I hope, you know, there's not too much um, DLC or, or uh, premium items that need to be bought to win to like the game. Yeah. Hopefully there's no stats stuff going on with that, but... Um, yeah, I think it'll be skill-based. I think they'll be all right. Yeah, if they follow, and it looks like they are, if they follow the Overwatch model, because that's what Apex Legends did. Like, they just kind of yeah. took the hero-based thing and then put it in another genre. Yeah. I think they'll be okay. Like, I think yeah. with with the way, like, the kind of combat mechanics that Ninja Theory can craft, I feel yeah. like as long as that's fun, then sticking the hero theme on top of it is a good idea, you know? So and I'm yeah, really looking to forward to, to that. Distinguish those characters, those heroes too, from from other games. Right. So you yeah. know, we all know who Tracer is. We all know mm-hmm. who Reinhard May is. We have to be able to know who these characters are, and they have to be different from each other character that's in that particular game. I think mean, that's kind of what sets 
or you know Overwatch and Apex Apart. The characters are very unique. You're right about no that. No one character is the same. You're right. So there's got to be something there that people like latch onto. And in that regard, I do have to say, yeah, there was there's nobody that showed up in that trailer that anybody mm. that seems like anyone's talking about is like, oh, that looks like a dope design. So that may be an issue. Yeah. Like people really latched on Overwatch characters real quick. You have to be likable. <clears throat> Right, people lashed on to Gibraltar and uh, yeah. Lifeline really quick. What's, what's Wraith? Wraith, yeah, like yep. Governor, yeah. So yeah. they didn't really seem to have a, a character that stood in the front, or that they put a spotlight on and say, "Hey, this is our spokesperson for this game." You know, everybody kind of has that, or uh, one even kind of naturally coming to light. Like if you yeah. just like, "Oh, this is the one that everyone seems to mm-hmm. like," and then they can later on just run with that. So yeah, I don't know. Hopefully the game it will speak for itself. But yeah, on that note, that 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 is a concern that the characters maybe need to be a little bit more, you know, unique and dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um yeah, we can't talk about the uh, the Microsoft conference without mentioning that Mr. Keanu Reeves showed up. <laughs> this I is thought true. Was super cool at the end of the Cyberpunk 2077. This is true. Um, yeah trailer that was a really cool it was a really cool way to reveal it like he kind of just at the end of the frame just popping his face in there i thought that was funny because like when we were watching it you know we we saw him pop up digitally in the Mm -hmm. game and we're like oh my god it's keanu reeves right and then i think i said don't tell me he's about to pop out right now don't tell me he's about to walk out but he walked out everyone was you know you see it all over the internet right now he is the uh He's the person to compliment. <laughs> right, yeah. There's, there's no one who hates... Netflix, uh, with uh, the guy who played uh, Kim Jong-un in that... In the I know, so, um, Always yeah, Be My Maybe yeah. is the name of that movie, yeah. right? Yeah, he was just in the movie. He was just in that. So when I saw him, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was dressed kind of the same, too. So it's like... Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> keeping that John Wick look everywhere he goes <laughs> yeah, so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you look on the internet... You know how the internet is just filled with haters? Nobody hates Keanu Reeves. You can't. <laughs> like, nobody hates... Like, that dude just comes off as such a genuinely cool guy. Like, women love him. Guys want to be him, want to be friends with him. Like, yeah. yo, like, Keanu Reeves is that dude. And for him to just be on the Microsoft stage is, like, major points for Microsoft for getting him out there. And major points yeah. to CD Projekt Red for having him as a playable character in their game. Yeah. Like, the last game that I think had a... um. Keanu Reeves likeness was what like the path of Neo that made that Matrix game, (laughs) (laughs) which was not a good game. (laughs) Yo, that game was terrible. Right. So I remember actually playing that um, just for a little bit. Quick side, uh, blue history, real quick. So my mom took me and my brother to pick up the game. Um, She said, "You guys can get one game." We saw Path of Neo. We're like, "Oh, cool." Uh I think it was on the GameCube or something like that. We pick it up, we go home. She didn't really look at what the game was. The ESRB ratings, it said mature, right? So we started up, we're about 15 minutes in. My mom walks in to see if we wanted something to eat, and she saw us, like, blowing some dude's head off. And she's like, well, time to return this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you had one of those parents. (laughs) Fam, we returned it within the hour. And later on in life, I got to check it out. But I was like, dang. That's messed up. (laughs) Anyway, that's introduction. Brief, that was it. brief blue history for the uh, for the day. <laughs> but other than that, the game looked amazing. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We finally got to see some gameplay from it. Um, it um, Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Deus Ex, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And like with a mix of what the first Perfect Dark was, it kind of gives me those kind of two vibes mm-hmm. together. Because I think it's more action-oriented than 
DSX. DSX was more, you got these abilities, but it kind of pushes you to play more uh, stealthy. Yeah, um, yeah. But this game wants you to make play however you want, it looks like. And the characters are like... Yeah, they seem interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> like, the story that they're telling seems interesting. The world especially seems, like, really interesting. <clears throat> I cannot... I, I really... I'm super interested in that game. Like... And it seems you can kind of customize your augmentations from what they were saying. Like, uh, the game... Yeah, like, the abilities that you get for... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stuff that you customize on your body like also seems like really interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hyped for Cyberpunk. I think I think that would actually be like a really big title release. Yeah. So one thing, um, Sigma, uh, you did a stream this week for Katana Zero. Is that yeah. The name of it? Right. Yeah. That whole vibe reminds me of Cyberpunk. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, gonna say it's that. the same. Yeah. Same aesthetic. It is. Same. Yeah. It's basically you could basically call Katana Zero a Cyberpunk story. It's super <clears> cool. But yeah, that that neon eighties motif mad, lifted gritty, and yeah, gritty you know I mean? to the future. Yeah. yeah, that that's basically that. So yeah, to play like a fully realized first person shooter with open ended choices, dope, crazy. Yeah, um, but of course you cannot forget. Uh, Microsoft showed us a little bit of Halo Infinite. I don't think it was the best showing that they could have had. Like the trailer itself looked great. It, they said it was from you know in game engine, but it wasn't actual gameplay. It was just, you know, right. a little bit of scenario. But it looked fantastic. Like, the new design of Master Chief looks more um, like the original Halo Combat Evolved Master Chief. Like, he's like a brighter green brighter than he green has been. Yeah, the, uh, Bright orange on the visor. Right, yeah. Like he, So it looks cool. I just want to see what that game is. But mm-hmm. they, they're not ready to show that, apparently. Because uh, another big surprise, apparently, this game is going to launch with the next console. So there hasn't yeah. been a Halo that launched with an Scarlet. Xbox since the original Xbox. So like they're trying to b- essentially go back to their roots with their main character, their main franchise, and putting them first and forward, foremost on uh, their next console, which I think is a great idea. But I think it, it works. I'm a little sad we have to wait till next November, you know, to see what that game is. But I mean, maybe they'll show off more about what that game is sometime throughout the year. So I'm pretty sure they will. Let's let's not rush it. I want a little bit more time with with my one. You know what I mean? Right, I mean, I just want to see what it is. Like, I'm not in a, I'm not in a rush to actually play it just yet. I, I just wanted to see what that, what they're going for with that game because they're, they're supposed to be kind of changing up the formula with Halo, and so far they're just showing us more Halo. Yeah, like it's supposed to be like a soft reboot, even though, um, story wise, I don't think they're erasing anything that's come before. Yeah, yeah. yeah but gameplay wise, it's supposed to be like a reboot of the franchise. So I, I'm just really curious. I want to know what that game is. I have my, my thoughts. I just want you know confirmation. Yeah, I feel like that trailer was um, very dramatic mm-hmm. and um, very pleasing visually. Um, I, I liked it. It, it. it was enjoyable, um, but just like you said, it didn't show too much about what the game was. But I definitely want to tip my hat to that trailer. I, I really liked where that story was going. There's a lot of interest um, drawn in by that uh, technician, I guess it was, that saved Master Chief. Right, yeah, so, like it started with mostly that guy before Master Chief yeah. even showed up. Like he was going was, through something before, <laughs> before the main <laughs> character showed up. It was nice. Yeah. It just told the story. I wanted to see a little bit of action, a little bit of gunfire. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little pop pop. <laughs> so it was a, it was another tease about Halo, uh, but we did get you know a, a launch window for the next console. Uh, so that's exciting, but that's not really anything that we're going to get to experience anytime soon. So it doesn't hit as hard for me. 
Anyway, uh, and then um, the last thing I want to bring up regarding the Microsoft conference is that we did not get any Fable news. I know that that was something Jeff was, you know, hoping for. Yeah. <clears throat> Nothing at all. Like, not even not even a logo saying, oh, yeah, it's coming. Like, no, nothing. So, what do you, how do you feel? How did you feel, Jeff? Because I know you were looking for it. They should have done it. Right. I think it makes sense, though. I think they want to spend as much time on this game as possible uh, before they show anything. Because it's had a bad history. Um, great game, but it's had a bad history. I think they want to spend as much time on it as possible before they show anything or even confirm that it's being made. Fable 3 was a disaster. And they need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, Fable 3 just fell apart at the end of that game. <laughs> it was such a disappointment. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, there are a lot of people who are looking forward to come back. No news yet, so we'll have to just keep waiting for that. But, um, off of Microsoft, we're gonna move on to Bethesda's conference. Um, which, um... I felt was kind of a mixed bag. They showed some stuff okay. that was, you know... Genuinely interesting, um, and then they kind of did some stuff that was less Literally interesting. Boring. Yeah, like just. <clears throat> but so, what, I mean, what do you guys have in terms of like, like what's what's the first thing that comes to your my, mind when you're thinking of Protestas? My conference? biggest thing is they own their shit. Mm-hmm. They they said, hey yo, this was Fallout seventy six. <laughs> we did it. We did a game we a game we never done before. Or game mm-hmm. type. Right. Uh, we we messed up. I don't know so if they said that. They they said it. <laughs> They, I mean, they, they. It seemed like they acknowledged that there was a lot of criticism. I never got the sense that they were like saying, "Yeah, we messed up," or "I'm, we're sorry for what happened." They went like, "Oh, our fans, uh, you know, they're still in there. They're sticking to it. Yeah, we, we heard you. We know we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." Like, I didn't never, I never got the sense that they were saying like, "Yeah, we messed up." <clears throat> I think they tried to do that without saying it so much. Right. But the thing was, they. It, you know, it's like, hey, here's all this free stuff. Here's um, all this DLC is going to be free. Right. It's going to be free for step. this weekend. It's going to be well, reworking the entire system. Hey, here's all this stuff for free. Yeah. Just, we're sorry. Please. <laughs> See, that's please, the, that's the thing. They never please, said we're sorry. <laughs> they never said we're sorry. But they, but yeah, they they are addressing the exact concerns that most of the community had. Like that new DLC that's free for the people who already own the game is um, NPCs. Like there's more story content. There's more single player type stuff for them to run around and do. But that seems like you know that appeals to the people who are actually still playing the game, which I don't feel are that many people. Not just that. Can we talk about how an MMO like this? Doesn't have NPCs already, but that was that was one of the big criticisms. You see what I'm saying? Like, so that that's this shouldn't be news. <laughs> <laughs> this shouldn't be something. But right, you're right. At E3, like, hey, we're doing our job. That's what they're saying. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's a great point. Like, yeah, that's a great what? point. So yeah, for me, yeah, their Fallout 76 news. Maybe that sounded you know dope to the people. Who are still playing that game and were hurting, but yeah, to the outside world, to me particularly, yeah, like I still have no interest in playing. I that. didn't care about it. I just right. felt like they were kind of owning up to a bad game. Now most okay, if you say so, bad game is released. Mm. Most companies glaze over it. They don't mention it. They kind of try to forget <laughs> it. No man's guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
was in denial. Yeah, they, yeah, they did kind of go dark in that regard. But then eventually they kept releasing stuff to improve it, and apparently it's it's a much better game than it was. That's what I've heard. So, I mean, yeah, I expected Bethesda to go down that same route to keep improving upon it, but I did think that they'd take bigger steps to try and rectify it than they have. So, I don't know. It's kind of half... I feel like if I were going to give myself a half point for what Bethesda did, then I would because I, I assume that they'd apologize and that they'd make it free to play and all this stuff to just say, look, we're sorry. Like, this was a bad situation, but we're going to work on it. So, take all this free stuff. They gave some free stuff, but for some people. Yeah. They didn't apologize, but they recognized that there were some things that were done wrong. The biggest, I don't know, I can't, well, I guess the letdown for me was I didn't get to hear about Elder Scrolls 6. Right. Yeah, no mention of that whatsoever, right? Or did they? Mm-hmm. They, they talked about Elder Scrolls Blades, <laughs> that mobile yeah. that mobile game that is yeah. coming to Switch now. Like, that was a big announcement for them. Like, who cares? That game, <laughs> so that, that's kind of stuff we're talking about. Yeah, like, they were kind of up and down all over the place. Um, aside from that, I do want to point out that yeah. Doom Eternal looks amazing. Oh, it does. Like that game it looks look fun good. as yeah. hell. And I and I didn't have too much interest in Wolfenstein Youngblood, but that game also looks really good. Like one of my don'ts was for them not to show any more new first person shooters. Like these two were already coming, so I I feel like that doesn't count. But <laughs> other than that, I feel like I got that one correct. Like they didn't. They actually announced new IPs. This game, Deathloop, yeah. coming yeah, from... Okay. Um, I can't wait to talk about these. Yeah, go ahead. You, you have... Deathloop right, yeah. Gorgeous. I cannot wait to see what this story is like. I feel like it's going to be um, on par with Life is Strange when it comes to story-wise. I, I just got a feeling. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. trailer was very dramatic. Mm-hmm. I liked both characters. First of all, they had some chocolate in their skin. Right, and both of them. It wasn't just and their one. Hair looks amazing. But I mean, this, these, a, this, these are CG trailers. This, it's not in-game stuff. Look, but I do <laughs> like the look. I do like the look of the characters. I love the look of them. I love the the different styles that they have. I like the different powers that they have, and they're in some kind of loop where right. um, the guy wants to break the loop and the girl wants to protect it. And so I cannot wait to see how they do this Groundhog Day sci-fi adventure. I'm excited for it. Um, and that was a highlight for, of the Bethesda conference for me. Actually, of the E3 conference. I thought that was that game really stood out to me. Yeah, it, it looks super interesting. Like, the concept appears to be some sort of PV, like, one-on-one PvP thing where, you know, you have different objectives in this open world and then you are either hunting or being hunted or trying to, you know... Stop certain things from happening. Yeah, to the detriment of this one other person in the world mm-hmm. with you. But then every time you die, you get match made to like another scenario, maybe. You know, like, I don't have any idea if any of that's true, <laughs> but it seems like that's kind of what they're getting at. And that's a dope concept, especially if like the the gameplay with this kind of ever, ever present threat of another player, another human player in the world messing with you is there like that sounds really cool like really interesting yeah. really new and that's exactly what Scary. i wanted to see <laughs> yeah exactly what i wanted to see from bethesda it's um it's a, a spin-off team from the guys who were doing dishonored like there's no new dishonored coming but right, i feel right, like right. that's that's a nice pedigree to give you know a project like this to hmm. you mentioned dishonored i know that was one of your wishes yeah i was i was hoping to see a new one but <laughs> this is better i feel yeah. like <laughs> i feel it and ghostwire <laughs> Right, Ghostwire. 
uh, Tango Studios, Shinji Mikami Studio, uh, they've been doing um, The Evil Within for Bethesda the last couple of years. Apparently, this isn't a horror title. This is supposed to be like a it's a supernatural third-person action game. We didn't see any gameplay, but the trailer and the lead developer, uh, I cannot remember her name, but she was so adorable on the stage trying to talk about, about the game. About I wrote it down, too. Her name is <laughs> Kumi Nakamura. Right. She's the creative director for Tangle Gameworks. Mm-hmm. She was absolutely adorable. Right. Like, she, like her enthusiasm, <laughs> like her shyness on the stage. Like She really went over the crowd and the internet, which, again, is hard to do. Yeah, but her and Keanu are just like head to head <laughs> right now, just winning from E3. <laughs> right, but like uh, aside from you know her presentation of it, the game itself sounds interesting. We just oh, don't really yeah. know too much about how it plays. But you know, a supernatural action adventure thing from you know Shinji Mikami's studio doesn't sound bad. Like I'm interested to see what that turns into. You know, I want to see it. Yes, yeah, so I'm hyped about that. Jeff, did you have any thoughts on either Deathloop or Ghostwire? Um, I'm waiting to see gameplay. Um, just because I've heard the whole third person supernatural power thing, uh, Quantum Break. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, <laughs> right. I just want to see see some gameplay. I mean, Quantum Break wasn't bad. It's kind of it, it was kind of average. I think it, it yeah. people like came out on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can go with that. Plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you go lower? <laughs> I'll do a C maximum. <laughs> it's like on a good day. <laughs> okay, okay. That's how I feel. So, um, was there anything else from Bethesda that stood out to you guys? I can't really think of much else. Like a lot, a lot of their conference was kind of droll. Well, I mean, they did announce more stuff for um, Elder Scrolls Online. Kind of did make me want to go back to it, but right, yeah, the elsewhere uh, expansion. That, month, that monthly subscription for. Uh, the DLC or buy the DLC right out kind of it's free to play mm-hmm. but like the DLC and stuff you either gotta be a member f- and it's free or you gotta buy it individually um, I mean it's a fun game I just got tired of playing it by myself <laughs> I had a few people get it and they played it like one time with me I don't remember who those people were yeah it wasn't me I don't know if you tried to sue yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me it because I played I played that game a couple of times I got I want to say I got up to like level 25 or something. So. Yeah, that's not that's not far. Um, you play... <laughs> uh, I was an archer in that game. That game is okay. I just... Yeah, like MMOs, like... If it's if it's not all-consuming, I'm probably going to drop off after a while because, like, this... It, they just take so much time and, like, there's just so many games out. I get that. But, but um... Wonderful. They, they, they kind of went more with the lore. Uh, the cinematic trailer looked amazing with the dragons. I mean, who doesn't, like... Yeah, Elder Scrolls and Dragons. So that that did look great. Um, but like you said, it was full of mobile games, which I think should have their own day or right. Yeah, hour. like just like, I don't put that on your website, your blog, your own YouTube channel. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like they're kind of taking over E3, and yeah. they just don't look that good most of the time. Like okay, you a mobile game that actually is like doing something crazy but no it's like standard fair mobile game you've seen a million others like them now you're just putting your license on it we don't want to see that at e3 for the most part learn from blizzard <laughs> right when, uh, when they yeah. announced diablo for the mobile game mm-hmm. people were like what <laughs> <laughs> you're joking yeah they, they no. caught a lot of heat for that announcement so you know just leave the mobile games alone at E3. We want to see console <laughs> games. Like, just 
Agreed. Okay. So before we move on real quick, I, I want to jump back to Microsoft mm-hmm. um, because uh, we didn't mention the Ultimate Game Pass deal that they got going on, right. which I thought was brilliant. Right? Before you... First of all, they come up with the PC Game Pass, which is a whole other thing. Right. And so you got your PC Game Pass, you got your gold subscription, and you got your um, Xbox Game Pass all wrapped up for $15 a month. I'm super sold. Some people are already subscribe to it i need to do it soon yeah they said it's a dollar for the first month i literally just went and changed the option in my xbox and it's already yeah. on it and especially if you already have your gold subscription it it doesn't start charging you until that ends because you already paid right. that amount yeah so, so it's like it's it's like the game pass that you're paying monthly is now just wrapped you know rolled into your you know gold subscription yeah <clears throat> so it's a really good deal like i can't stress enough how good the value of game pass is and Game Pass Ultimate, especially if you also yeah. play on PC, mm-hmm. is like a no-brainer. Like some people will be like, "All right, well, you don't exactly." Have to, you don't if have you, to think about it anymore. If you, and it's not as it's not crazy expensive. Yeah, it's not. It's literally the same price as if you had Game Pass and um, Xbox Live Gold separately. I thought it was cheaper than that. No, no, it's, it is cheaper. It's cheaper if you add in the PC. Like Xbox no, because gold, gold, gold is ten dollars a month. Yeah, gold is ten, and um, game no, pass game, is 10. no, Game Pass is ten. Gold is uh, what sixty or something for the year, or sixty-five for the year. Yeah, but for the month, it's not. But then it breaks down to like five dollars a month, I think, for oh. gold. Well, we're gonna do the math, and we will get <laughs> right. <laughs> None of us are mathematicians here, so <laughs> yeah, we'll get off that topic. Uh, next up was Ubisoft. They had um, honestly. In my opinion, I felt like they had a disappointing conference. Mm. Ubisoft for the last couple of years have been actually like really, really good. They've been one of the best um, outside of the you know the big three conferences. Um, but they really didn't have a lot to show in terms of games, like at all. <laughs> You're right. Um, the the one that I did get excited for that they released was Just um, Watchdog Legion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did Jeff want to talk about that? <laughs> oh, I mean, I could. Uh, so, Watch Dogs, I played the, <laughs> the first one. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, some people didn't like it, but I, mean, I didn't. I finished it. I mean, um, I thought it was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play Watch Dogs 2? I did. I took it back. Um, wow. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Don't judge me. But why? That was, that was the one that actually got a lot more praise. That one was good it wasn't bad i didn't take it back because of that i took it back because i had a better deal i took it uh, back and I, I got um <laughs> um horizon zero dawn oh uh, okay and i got um um dishonored 2 okay so they had a, a sale at gamestop all right so, whatever i took it back mm, um but it wasn't bad same <laughs> only criticism i had was this guy was wasn't supposed to be um a terrorist or anything, or aggressive. Oh, right. like they had him killing people. That no that ludo narrative dissonance. Yeah, <laughs> but the game was the gameplay was great. It was smooth. The the uh, mechanics, the way you kind of um, the new um, uh, NPCs they introduced. Uh, oh yeah. they Dead sec. They kind of carried mm-hmm. them over. Mm-hmm. They were interesting. Um, the new one though seems like it it takes a little bit further. You're in London. It looks like. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be the the only place you're going to be, but you can recruit different people with different 
strengths and weaknesses. They claim you can recruit makes... anybody, like literally yeah. any oh. NPC is the claim. Oh, wow. So it's like, so my question <clears throat> is, uh-huh. but it looks super cool. And I think we were talking about this um, for other games, kind of like a nemesis system yep, where yep, you yep, find yep. these unique uh, NPCs or enemies and we didn't say about turning them to your side, but that's kind of what Shadow was. You find these unique mm-hmm. orcs, right. these abilities, right, yeah. and you turn them. Yeah, so I think that's a really good mechanic to add to it. It seems like when you die, it's a permadeath. Yeah, and like there's no main character. So it's like you're, yes. you know, the the wide net of NPCs that you gather are who you go through mm-hmm. the game with. So if your main Similar to, person uh, dies, then yeah, you just move on to a new person. It's similar to State of Decay. State of Decay, yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It explains it a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) I had no interest in playing random people when I chose one person at the beginning of State of Decay. Yeah, they have you you get a backstory with that person, and then when that person dies, you just pick up whatever random survivor was in your camp. Yeah. Yeah, this seems like a better way to handle that kind of a situation. Much better way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks it look, it's beautiful. I mean, even with the drones, were pretty cool. The combat yeah. looked very interesting as well. Um, Yo, it looks like a lot of melee. You know, they throwing heads a lot. I was like, oh, okay. Right. I, I kind of worry about that though, because it's like you're recruiting any and everybody, but any and everybody's just throwing hands is all trained martial artists. It looked like the big dude was kind of was supposed to be like a bruiser or something. Well, yeah, that was just like their custom crew. Yeah. But it looked like you could just pick up anybody. Um, and if they have that specialty in their backstory, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure they're not gonna have some. I was gonna say some grandma, but there was a grandma. There was, it was literally a grandma. <laughs> but uh, they said that she was. They said that her that lady's backstory was that she was an ex assassin. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she's done this before. That was so cute. She just walked. Yeah, <laughs> she like waddling around. Wow. <laughs> Tasering people. Beautiful. Yeah, it looks amazing. The combat looked great. The, the enemies look, and the driving, they seem to kind of worked on the driving. That's, that's going to be the biggest factor. The driving in both of the Watchdog games have been terrible. Mm-hmm. One of the worst um, mechanics of their game. So if they can get it right this in this one, uh, version in Legion, I'm going to be sold. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, it does look interesting. Um, I still want to play two. So that's probably something I'm going to do before... I check this out, but I, it does yeah, look interesting enough to check out. that a little bit, maybe closer to, uh, to well, the, the release. Of, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we got a new Rainbow Six. Uh, not Siege. Not nothing to do with Siege. It's called Quarantine, yeah. and it's like a third. I think like a three-person co-op thing against you know some kind of infected enemy. Seems very. It's giving off Left for Dead vibes. Hmm. So we didn't get any gameplay from this either. But it's a new Rainbow Six game. They they did say that they were never going to do a sequel to Siege. Like, they weren't going to do a Rainbow Six Siege 2. They just keep adding operators to that thing. Because it's a live game. It keeps growing yeah, and growing yeah. and growing. So next generation, they'll probably just, you know, re-release it with all the new stuff. True. Like they have been. And then, you know, Rainbow Six, whatever, will continue. Call so it like makes a sense. legendary edition or something like that. Right. But, um, I don't know. Quarantine, they didn't show enough of it to kind of get me excited. But I've never been a big Rainbow Six guy anyway. Yeah. So, actually. again, that was kind of that kind of like flew out there, but didn't really do anything for me. What about you guys? Um. Yeah. I, I would have to see gameplay. I'm more of a show me. Don't just tell me. Let me see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I get you. It reminds me a little bit of uh, if it's the same, similar to uh, what was it? Um. 
Operation Raccoon City or what was it? Um, yeah, I think that was what it was called. Yeah, yeah. When you play that Resident Evil works. game where you were, you yeah. were like the Umbrella Corp guys, mm-hmm. right? I remember. Yeah, so and that game wasn't good, so <laughs> that's not a that's not a good thing to you know to kind of look and sound like. <clears throat> but um, yeah, were there any other gaming out? Because Just Dance was announced, like Blue predicted. <laughs> Uh, but like that whack the, trailer followed by an even worse da- like they've actually done good dance routines the two yeah, years prior this one was yeah, so it looked so last minute and lazily put together it was kind of an embarrassment right. it was. I was disappointed um, from my Just Dance loyalty <laughs> crew um, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad they're putting out another one I think they're going to have some really good song selections and people who love those games are going to continue to love them that is true. They did. They didn't um, need to put it on stage at E3. That's all I'm saying. No, they didn't. No, <laughs> they never have. Like that. That audience will continue to buy those games regardless of if there's a commercial yep. for it or not. So, <laughs> I am excited about Assassin's Creed Odyssey um, story creator. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna actually use it tonight. I went on Assassin's Creed today. So that's already out. It's different. Yeah, it's already out. Released the day of the the. Uh, oh wow. Announced it. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So, um, you create your story, use any dialogue, any characters from the game. That is really um, cool. You kind of create your own missions, too. The parameters for it, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get to play with it yet, because you don't actually do it through the console. You have to go through the website. Uh, you, you know what? That makes sense. That probably makes it a bit easier to yeah. manipulate all the... Because yeah. if, yeah, if they're letting you play with like, scripting, like, I didn't realize that. Like They're letting you play with like scripting yeah. and like giving NPC stuff to say to other people. Like yep. People are going to make some really yeah. wild stuff. <laughs> That's what they it's said. They said really bad. The, the <laughs> it had the potential to be very bad. Is not um, Ubisoft approved, so okay. don't be wary of what you come yeah, up. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you can you can view other people's stories as well. Right. Yeah. It's very Mario Maker esque in that exactly. way. Like it's kind of like they looked at that and were like, hey, we can do that. Can't we? What, what games we got? Kid. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> exactly. It's like we just throw it in there. It's kind of like mods. They tell you, like, yeah, be wary. We're not responsible for this. I think the story creators are actually going to be very, very, very fun. I'm interested to see. I'm going to create some stuff, and then I'm going to we're going to put it up on on the YouTube page. <laughs> that's that's going to be fun. <laughs> I, I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that too. <clears throat> so, um, aside from that, no Beyond Good and Evil two news. No announcement. Apparently, um, I did hear that they were showing some gameplay to developers. I don't know if that's going to go up on you know some channels, YouTube or not, but they definitely didn't show it on stage. They gave no release date. There's no. I don't know what's going on with that game. I'm, I have to assume at this point it's going to be you know next gen, but they they they're not telling us anything. Yeah, I was. Let us know. Casey's losing his mind. <laughs> I don't he needs information on this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're doing with Beyond Good Evil too. But aside from that, one of the biggest things that Ubisoft talked about was they're introducing their own Game Pass like service called uh, UPlay Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will function on PC and Google Stadia. So, in lieu of Google having you know a subscription service, you could essentially get you play plus and then have a library of just ubisoft titles which isn't a small thing honestly like when i was yeah, when we were doing this scissor reel um there was stuff like uh you know all the old sands of time games all the splinter cell games uh those older ghost recons you know advanced warfighter all that stuff ubisoft has a huge catalog and they have a lot of really good popular games today 
So if all the stuff that Ubisoft releases nowadays is also on there, that's actually a huge library. But <laughs> with that being it's said, games. yeah, it's just Ubisoft games, and it's fifteen dollars a month. That's oh, more God. expensive than Game Pass. That's a hefty price. Right? Yeah, it's more expensive than Game Pass, and I don't know. It honestly depends on what ends up on there. But as of right now, I think. Uh, you know what? They keep. I think they shuffle stuff off of Game Pass, so I have no idea what the actual number of games on Game Pass is. It's always over a hundred. Yeah, they always say over a hundred. Ubisoft said the exact same thing that they were gonna have over a hundred on there. So I'm assuming they, they they must be thinking at the very least that they have to at least match what's on Game Pass. But the fact that it's just Ubisoft can be a hit or a miss for some people because some people could be like, yeah, I love all Ubisoft games. Sign me up. I have the extra money to do it. Other folks might be like, uh, I'm already paying for this. And that's this is, this is the exact same thing that's happening with the streaming world right now. Everyone wants to do their own uh, streaming content thing because they're like, oh, look at all the money Netflix is making. But it's like, well, that's because Netflix was the hub where everything went to. If you it's take everything off Netflix and it all gets segregated out, then you, you're basically signing up for another cable subscription and nobody wanted that. And we're going right back to LimeWire. <laughs> exactly right. You go right back to the pirate and stuff. So I mean, right now we have uh, Microsoft who has a uh, games library. Um, EA Access has, I think, their own game library. There's, I think, they don't give you the new games right away though. But Ubisoft is now entering the fray. So that's three separate um, titles. Like Microsoft essentially is the Netflix since they're they're kind of pulling from other publishers. But then EA and Ubisoft are way more specialized. So. I don't know. I don't. I don't like more people doing this if it's not the exact same thing as Game Pass. Like, if you're gonna do this, just put all the publishers in that one hub. Like, yeah, don't yeah, do a publisher yeah, by publisher. I mean, unless you're Nintendo, because Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo can hold their own in terms of uh, first party content. I feel like people that's will sign true, up for that. That's true. They they got they got their thing. But yeah, I didn't. They got, I didn't. They had some really good reboots, too. or not reboots, but we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm of two minds with the Uplay Plus thing. I want more game library services. I don't want companies like Ubisoft to do it, though. Like, I wanted PlayStation to do this. I wanted Google to do this. Gotcha. Like, the hubs. Like, the big, the big you know, platform holders. That's why I wanted to do this. Not, not EA, not Ubisoft, not Square Enix. <laughs> Speaking of Square Enix, <laughs> um, I personally did not really like much of what Square Enix had to show, like, at all. Some people feel differently. Some people feel like they straight up won E3. Like, how did you, you guys said, feel? You said for, um, sorry, you said for Square Enix? Yeah, for Square Enix. No, I don't think they won at all. No, I, I don't Square think Enix. so either. I don't think they won. <laughs> so, I mean... They're the same. Okay, so what... what remake conference. Right, yeah. Remake after remake after remake. But, I do not want to see that. And it's all, um, well, it's not all. They're, like, some were Final Fantasy, some were, you know, uh, the secret, the mana games. Uh, yeah. There was no Final Fantasy fourteen on Xbox announcement. Huge disappointment. We, I know we were all hoping and praying for that. I know. I'm, I'm, I was trying to keep it together. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, that sucks. Um, but, hey, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what they did... They didn't really announce anything too crazy. They just said, hey, what you already know is still happening. So, bang. <laughs> and that, that's how I felt with their Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 14 announcement. That's how I felt that way. They're like, 
everything is is happening just like we said it. They did they gave us an extended trailer that which was pretty cool, but um, at this point, all the fans for fourteen are just waiting for the game uh, to drop, the expansion to drop. The other remakes, um, eight. Honestly, I'm not gonna say I could care less. <laughs> I could. I'll say that because yeah, Jeff, Jeff specifically, your your that was your wish that you wanted nine that remade. Was- Yes, and mine, yeah. and we talked about why not eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it. I said, remember, eight I said was the nine least is popular blo- one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's why I was like, why eight? Why eight? There was I mean, I'm assuming one. because it's going in order. And mind you, this isn't a remake of eight, it's just a remaster. A remaster. Yeah, so remaster. it's the same game that existed, they're just. You know, putting a little that polish on it, reference. yeah, and then throwing I, it back out there for I, sale. I specifically said no remaster. <laughs> right, yeah, De- Jeff did not want to see that at all, and there were so many. <laughs> there were so many. <clears throat> but um, the you put extra pickles. <laughs> uh, there was also a a lackluster Avengers reveal. People were really excited to see what this game was. But then after they saw it, all that excitement kind of dissipated. Like, what were you guys' takes on the Avengers showing? The character models to me, I don't, <laughs> just threw me off. I don't care that they don't look like the um, the movie counterparts. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. The There's been two Avengers series recently, uh, animated. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark looked fine. Mm-hmm. Looked great. But when you say animated, you mean like animated like cartoon not cg yes yes but i, I get there's a difference mm-hmm. but those cg these are those uh animated ones didn't resemble the movie one either you i mean i get saying? you yeah so generally this is how tony stark looks generally this is how captain america looks mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so captain america looked like some like redneck from like some type of backwards <laughs> bar <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Now, the, the gameplay reminded me of the first Iron Man game. I don't know if anybody ever played that. Um, I remember that, yeah. It was yes. it was a trash fire. It was. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that it's more of an open world mm-hmm. and that things are more dynamic, you know, like dynamic events. This is going on, not just what's going on in the story, mm-hmm. but also like other dynamic stuff. Kind of like Spider Man, you swing around, there's just robbers robbing a bank, blah blah blah. And that you can play as whoever you want, whether you're going to interact with different people. I don't like games that make you switch between characters. I feel like that's exactly what this is, to be honest. Yeah, it's either going to. Well, what I was going to say is it's going to be a mechanic of that, mm-hmm. just like you're saying, Casey. And, um,. It's gonna feel like I feel like it's gonna feel like um, Ultimate Alliance, you know what I mean? Where the Hulk's gonna maybe uh, slam on the floor or something like that, and um, some, somehow they're gonna combine powers, just like because it is supposed to be a, co- a multiplayer co-op experience. It is, yeah, four-player co-op. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess a better <clears throat> example is that uh, Cap is holding the shield and Iron Man's shooting a beam, and it reflects off, and they're doing a combo move like that. You're gonna see a lot of things like that, so it's gonna look. I feel like it's gonna look. It's gonna feel like Ultimate Alliance in a high res third person view, as far as game. But that, but that's good. Like yes, that would oh, be yeah, a good I'm thing. Not, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. 
the bad thing is the character models. We, I mean, <laughs> honestly, they look terrible. And I'm not saying, oh, they have to look like the movies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they don't look like who they're supposed to be. I, I get they, you. I mean, like, I'm... if they resemble some comic from back in the 30s, right, <laughs> that there's, like, one premium edition and that was, like, the original, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get the homage, but it looks terrible, buddy. Like somebody should. I, I feel like some look better than others. Who? I feel like a uh, Bruce Banner actually looks fine. Like Hulk. Okay. I feel like he I'll looks okay. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, they showed they showed um, yeah, Ant Man um, like at the tail end. Oh. And he actually looked okay. Interested. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he cool. didn't look bad, but he just looked like no iteration of Hank Pym I've ever seen. Yeah. But I feel like so that's feel like that's okay that they don't look I like don't. you know who we recognize. <laughs> but I will I will say that Black Widow Black Widow did look very strange to me. <laughs> like Black Widow does not look huge franchise that you're you're get you're using the hype off of that right. You're using the the Disney Marvel whatever they put together. You're using that hype. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. You're using that hype. You're putting the Avengers on it. Then you're gonna do something that looks so strange. I mean this. Better be amazing gameplay where we don't have to see the faces. <laughs> I'm okay with staying away from the movie uh, character models. Reason yeah. why? Because it puts you in the mindset of movie games. Oh, this is a game based off the movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And which are usually bad. Yeah, you I'm definitely want to stay away from that. So, <laughs> yep. But use some source material. Use the comics. Use other things they've been in. Not to copy them, but kind of structure your character around do you think the um, actors who play the Avengers were watching E3 and started laughing? They may not have been watching E3, but I'm sure something has been sent to them in the ether of just, like, those pictures. of like Because, like, they had, like, the shot of just all of them standing together. Like, that had yeah, to have been sent to, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s <laughs> Twitter feed or something. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to be funny. They showed, like, a behind-the-scenes with the voice actors and stuff like which that. Is, which is cool. Like, like I, I, I felt some type of way about people being upset that they had a sit down with the voice cast because like voice actors like they're kind of important like they bring you know your game characters to life and the the cast that they literally assembled for this game are like the cream of the crop in terms of like yeah. video game voice actors like Laura Bailey uh Nolan North Tony uh Tony Baker like these Troy Baker, sorry. Troy, Troy, <laughs> Troy Baker. Yeah, because I like, made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like these, Troy Baker is also hilarious. But, um, <laughs> like these, these are the people who you want to put in your games. Like they do amazing voice work. So yes, for them to be the Avengers, <laughs> yeah, is dope. But yeah, I, okay. The, if, <laughs> the voices were not the issue. Um, yeah. Let's hope the gameplay kind of outweighs the bad character models. Have you heard the phrase, um, you got a face for radio? (laughs) 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 I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so that's enough Avengers talk. I think we hit everything uh, pertinent from Square Enix Conference. Yeah, Uh, yeah, last but not least, we have Nintendo. Uh, Me and Jeff actually did a live stream of um, On Persons while watching that conference, so definitely check that out on the BBET Gaming YouTube channel. But um, now that Blue's here, we can you know, go back over it and see what we liked and didn't like. Um, anything that sticks out, Jeff, that you wanted to like? No. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Blue. No, go ahead. If you have, if you have something on the brain, go ahead. No, go ahead, Blue. Um, go ahead, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. All, you. all right, cool. So, um, first off, we saw some more um, 
the first announcement for Dragon Age. I mean, for uh, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. We got the hero from Dragon Age. Dragon Quest. I'm super happy. Dragon Quest, yes. I'm <laughs> super happy about that. Okay. Uh, they give you like four different iterations of them. No, I think it's eight. It looks like, like there's all, yeah, game. all, every single. Uh, every game, yeah. Yeah. Um, different powers, it looks like, for some of them. Or was it just me? No, no, no. I think one of his abilities, one of the hero's abilities might be to choose between four different abilities. Okay. So like because because they were using different models to like showcase each thing, I felt like that might have been confusing because that's way too confusing. It would have to be <laughs> if you pick a certain character and then that that costume yeah. can do something different than like they're yeah, not Echo Fighters, yeah. like they're they're like yeah. you know the Bowser Jr. and the Squid Kids or whatever. So um, I feel like yeah, that's probably what it is. That'd be a pretty cool mechanic. I think yeah, it, it seems cool. dope. It seems a lot like um, Adult Link. Yeah, and it, with the shield too, it seems pretty. Um, yeah, seems pretty useful. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna try him. He might be my new main. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we got some. Um, we got to see a little bit more Pokemon. Well, not really much Pokemon. After the stream, they showed a little bit of Pokemon. The yeah. wandering around. Uh, the the battles. They're not so much random anymore. You'll actually see the Pokemon. Yeah. In the grass. Um, depending on the weather. Depending on what Pokemon are out there. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, we also got um, Astral Astral Chain. Oh, Astral! Oh, yeah, Astral Chain. Astral Chain. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, that looked, from Platinum. Looked amazing. Looked amazing. Um, people, I've actually seen some people say, "Okay, we didn't get Bayonetta three, but we got Astral." Yeah, Astral Chain is definitely a good placeholder. Yeah. It looks amazing. Um, I'm definitely interested in playing it. Uh, I want to see a little bit more from it, but I'm definitely interested in it. Uh, they were actually, um, IGN just earlier today, were doing sit-down uh, gameplay demos. So definitely check check something. Oh, yeah, there's definitely gameplay floating around of that. And it does look, it looks, it looks dope. It looks great. Yeah, like I, really, yeah. I really like what I've seen in Astral Chain. Of, uh, I think, God Eater with a little mix of Zelda for me. It looks really oh. good. Um, okay, I can see that. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I always wanted to play God Eater um, more, but it was always, you know, Japan. But but anyway, then we got Banjo. We got Banjo, Banjo announced to Smash. And that was a favorite <clears throat> for KC. He, like, lost his stuff. I mean, <laughs> only only because... He, he flipped his, flipped his system up. I mean, I did. I've never played... <laughs> I've never in my life played a Banjo-Kazooie game. I don't care about <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie as a platformer. But the fact that um, it's a rare... You know, it's an old school rare title which used to, you know, be a Nintendo game. And you see that relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo kind of culminating in all these different ways. There was another announcement. Um, they brought Super Lucky's Tale, which was an Xbox exclusive, to the yeah. Switch. So that, was that game wasn't good. <laughs> that game was not good. But it's cool that, you know, these Xbox exclusives that seem to fit Nintendo are coming to Nintendo. Like Cuphead was another one. That went over yeah. to Nintendo. Sony's I mean, just like, oh, we, we the Witcher three, which right, yeah, really the Witcher three really got ported. But I guess anybody who has a Switch who hadn't played the Witcher, now they can play mobile. I mean, that's yeah. great. Um, I don't know. They did dump down the graphics, like, like a lot. Which, Apparently, um, yeah, on handheld, it runs at five forty p, and then on your TV mm. at seven twenty. So like that's significantly mm. lower resolutions than anywhere else. Yeah. But apparently. Mm. It's the full game, like it's a definitive edition. Yeah. So all that extra all stuff, yeah, that they've put in there is all in there on the mo- on mobile. So that's kind of a, it's an impressive feat. You're just losing all that graphical fidelity. 
lastly, we got a teaser of the new sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, you were waiting. You're waiting all all games cast to say that, weren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that capped it off very well because Casey was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a DLC." And I'm like, yeah, oh, I was thinking DLC. I was yeah, like, yeah, probably DLC. And I'm looking like it looks beautiful. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't make out who the enemy was, but it, it looked great. It looked some type of witch or vampire or something. To me, know. it looked like a like a petrified or mummified Ganon. But yeah, yeah, it, was, it looked like a woman. It had like a lot of jewelry on. I mean, Ganon. Ganon got blamed. Yeah, he comes from the he Gerudo tribe. It's all it's all women over there. But it looked more of a it gave me more of a Majuro's mask. Right. Yeah. Too. True. Yeah, and more and sinister. And think dark. about it. Um, Legend of Zelda linked to the I'm sorry, Ocarina of Time was like the only other Zelda game where they did a sequel within the same generation using the same engine. So it like it's very much like Majora's Mask in that vein, where they're using oh, they're using the Breath of the Wild engine and it's kinda of skewing maybe a little darker, like creepy, horror y vibe in that same you know, world. Like it seems it honestly seems like a part two. Like it's not like Every Zelda, you know how Zelda's just reincarnate, or whatever. No, like it's, yeah. it was the same link in Ocarina of Time and um, uh, Majora's Mask, and this looks, yeah. looks to be the same link in Zelda from Breath of the Wild and whatever this new game is going to be. Because it specifically said sequel, right? Not yeah, if it's another installment yeah. in right. You know the Zelda. Yeah, it said sequel to Breath of the Wild. You see him dressed the same too. Exactly. In, uh, Zelda. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really hyped for that. Um, probably my favorite Zelda game now. Is Breath of the Wild, so I agree. Uh, if they if they do more with what they started to do in that game, because you know with video games usually the first one is kind of a prototype, and then the yeah. second one is like the definitive version. So yeah. with with the first Breath of the with Breath of the Wild being as amazing as it was, to think on what they couldn't put in there and what they thought of to put in there since it's released, possibly being put in this new game, it's gonna be amazing. Like it has to be. I hope so. Do that. I really do hope so. Did you get to check it out, Blue? Uh, yeah, I was actually watching part of y'all stream when it was going down. Um, unfortunately, I was in class, so I probably shouldn't have been. But <laughs> um, what I really did like was No More Heroes. No right, More Heroes. yeah. No More Heroes 3 got announced. Super cool trailer. Um, and that game has been explosive from the get-go anyway, so I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm excited to see what's coming out next with that. We thought it was Custom Robo. I thought, yeah, I, I, I for a second thought Beautiful Joe was coming back. Oh, man, that would be crazy. I don't know. Beautiful Joe was a crazy game. I, that, that game was, was dope to me. Yeah, it was, hard as, it was hard as balls, that game. It was difficult. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that, that's the only other thing that you guys haven't mentioned that I was pretty hyped about, the No More Heroes 3. Um, and uh, one last thing. Uh, Nintendo did show off uh, a trailer with some gameplay of Animal Crossing. I'm not a big fan oh, of the franchise, yeah. but they gave a new release date. Yeah, it got delayed. So it's they been it yeah, it's been pushed back into 2020. Um, I liked Animal Crossing back on the GameCube. I played a little bit on the mobile version too. Um, I have no complaints of the game except for that you know I have a life, so I can't <laughs> play that game that often. But I mean, it's on the Switch now, so you can just take it with you, and Which it's supposed to be really such scary. a late. <laughs> Such a laid-back, um, calming experience that you could just but, go anywhere and play. Yeah, I, I actually might pick it up to 
kind of do my casual stuff. I have a couple games that I play before I go to bed at night, like on my phone and stuff like that. So my, that might get. Oh, what games are those? Um, we can talk about that another time on what are we playing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that could get added to the roster. True. I loved Animal Crossing, like I said, on the GameCube. And if they're pushing it back, hopefully it's for a good reason. And, um, yeah. Uh, I will say in that trailer, it looked like it looked like the island or the area where you were like populating and building your house contained other people. Yeah, so I'm excited to see the multiplayer facet that they're going to add. Because it, I don't, that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's not a, that hasn't been a thing before, right? Like you could like sort of see and visit other people's places, but like yeah. multiple people in like one location building a community, that wasn't a thing, right? On the GameCube, you had to save your town data and put it into uh, one slot, and then your your friend can play on with their uh, slot mm-hmm. and visit your town through there. Um, that was the multiplayer back on the GameCube. Then um, on the mobile version, if you had friends added with your little friend code or whatever, um, or through Facebook, um, you could visit their stuff as well. This is going to be a whole new. This is going to be a whole new thing if people are actually living. This right, like your actual, like your neighbor situation. is another player. Like that would be. That actually sounds yeah. really inter- like. <clears throat> that sounds neighbor. like the kind of thing that would make me want to check out an Animal Crossing game. Because oh, I'm going to leave trash on Jeff's door. Right, like just to be a just to be a troll in the in the community. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Tom Nook and just leave him on the doorstep. Why'd you have to take it there? <laughs> oh, yo, Tom Nook ain't to be messed with. He got hitters. There's gonna be a virtual cop going around everyone's house. Tom Nook. <laughs> Tom Nook is a mob boss. <laughs> you seen how much he was charged? In for the uh... <laughs> for the, the the loan on the house, right? <laughs> He's the real thief here. <laughs> oh man, okay. Million berries. <laughs> so, um, I think that was pretty much all the major highlights from Nintendo's conference. Um, anything uh, regarding E3 overall that you guys were thinking about or thought of that we maybe skipped over? I did feel like things were light. I'm thinking um, a lot of companies are getting ready for the new systems, right? So uh, there weren't a lot of you know, big announcements, yeah. Honestly, um, Nintendo was one of the only people who had a lot of stuff coming out, like, within this year, whereas a lot of the other people were announcing things in the coming, you know, in the following year. Winter and next right. year. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I think we announced, I think we said this, like, the Switch is still early, and it's... it's yeah, like, it kind of, it, so. yeah, it released kind of in the middle of PlayStation Xbox's generation, so like it kind of went like screw your generation. We're kicking this off early, so they're in like a completely different place than everyone else is, where they're kind of winding down to prepare for you know the next consoles. Nintendo's kind of just in the middle of their generation, so it shows you know in this E3 where they have stuff like this coming out. But um, I think that pretty much does it for episode five of the BBET Gamescast. I want to go ahead and thank uh, my two co-hosts, uh, Superman Jeff Twelve. As well as Blue Bones. <laughs> um, definitely check out their channel, Superman Jeff 12, on Mixer. Blue Bones XB, the O is a zero on Mixer. Uh, play with Blue Bones on Facebook. Superman Jeff 12 plays on Facebook. Um, you can catch me at Sigma Gears 9 on everything, as well as Sigma and Sun on my Facebook channel. Check out our YouTube channel and subscribe, please, BBET Gaming. Um, and that's pretty much it. Hope you guys enjoyed. We will be back uh, hopefully soon with episode six. Peace.